Radio presents to you the Monday Night Raw Post Show. Oh, yes. Featuring Sir Rockin'. Live and give us your thoughts on everything that happens on Monday Night Raw. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. And if you're not down with that, we got two words for you. Because we believe in doing what is best for all of you. Because after all, what's best for all of you is what's best for business. Now step into the ring with us. For the Raw Post Show. This is Monday Night Raw! This is the Raw Post Show presented as always by MBG Films, youtube.com slash MBG1211. The road to WrestleMania is getting spicy. Ooh, yeah. They put some stank on tonight. And they did. This is the Raw Post Show presented by MBG Films, youtube.com slash MBG1211. Use credit code Rock in the Fortnite Dime Shop. We're at Lindsay. We're probably getting stuff in the Fortnite Battle Passes this week because new shit. Hashtag Every Partner. Also, Ding. if you have Amazon Prime link to Twitch account, it's called Prime Games. Support channel. Click the purple button below the screen. I'm so rocking. That's Lindsay Ward. You know, I appreciate quality storytelling. I really, really, really do. And we had it throughout this show tonight because I will admit, WWE has put quite a few hurdles in front of them when it comes to the road to WrestleMania in terms of adding a little spice, a little stank to some feuds, just to make them interesting, just to make them fun. You know, there were some people who had concerns about the undercard. How's How's your undercard now? After tonight, I really don't think we have to be worried about that. I think we're just fine. I think our undercard is just fine. But the theme of the show was Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, the Usos, the bloodline, and what it all means. Brawl opened with um, the the Jimmy Uso and, and Solo arriving with Paul Heyman. Kevin Owens would take on Solo Sokolo in a good opening contest that ends in disqualification when Jimmy Uso interfered. Sami Zayn would make the save for his pal Kevin Owens. Because Kevin was laid out on a table. Sami made the save. Kevin rolled into the ring, sat in the corner. Sammy offered to help him up. Kevin just rolled out of the way. Hmm. I approve. Kevin is thinking. He's not quite there yet, right? Because there is a long, winding history between one Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens. 
where, well, they just can't kiss and make up. It's not as simple as that, and I appreciate that Kevin is playing, you know, just a little hard to get, right? Because Sammy, Sammy has done some questionable things in the last 12 months, plus there's their whole history in general of betrayal and heartbreak and everything else. So yeah, I can see how Sammy coming to his good old frenemy, Kevin Owens, well... Kevin might be willing to help, but he's been burned before by the bloodline, by Sami Zayn. He's been betrayed, so maybe maybe he's a little bit more proof before he sort of welcomes Sami fully back into his life. Now, that doesn't mean that Kevin isn't willing to do things for him, but, you know, it's a whole trust thing, and I like the whole trust thing and them telling that story between the two of before we finally get that moment. So, Sammy approached Kevin backstage and told him, you know what else he could do or say, but the bloodline is just too much for one man, and we need to work together. We don't need to be best friends or ride together or even team up, but we just need to work together. Sammy asked Kevin to just listen, because he was in the bloodline. Owen says, oh, I remember. It was right here. We we were battling for eight months. I was right here when you made sure to let me know you were in the bloodline. He said, we may be able to take him now, but I don't want to do it with you. Owen said, just go back to Roman and apologize and, you know, make it up to him and whatever. He'll stroke his ego. He'll be fine. He'll forgive you. Owen said he didn't care what Sammy did. He just wanted to be left out of it. Sammy walked away. Huh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Paul Heyman was backstage, told Jimmy Uso that he's the one who will take out Sami Zayn and solve the Sami Zayn problem. Heyman said Jimmy is the one who will make sure that Roman Reigns never has to hear the name Sami again. He reminded Jimmy that he had until the end of the week to bring Jay Uso back to the bloodline. And if it didn't happen, Reigns is going to blame Jimmy. Hmm. 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 He says, Huh. So, it's leading up to what the main event of the show was. It was Sami Zayn taking on Jimmy Uso with Solo Sokolo in his corner. Sami would beat Jimmy Uso because Jay appeared in the, in the crowd and walked down and stood, sat on and stood on the, the announce table and watched. Jimmy was happy. Jay smiled. They were all happy. And then Sami with the roll-up. Sami got the win. Sami then rolled out of the ring, smiled. Jimmy was in the ring, upset. Jay gets slowly, enters the ring. Jimmy gets up. Jay reaches out, puts his hands on Jimmy's shoulders. Jimmy was talking, would you couldn't hear what he said. Jay grabbed the shirt, made a fist. Looked like he was going to do something, doing anything, but he was getting real emotional. He let the shirt go, walks past his brother. Fans are celebrating because they know he just turned his back on his brother. Jay starts walking past Sami Zayn. They look at each other. They go face to face. Jay then hugs Sami Zayn, and Sami is all kinds of happy and fired up and smiling. And confused. And confused. <laughs> they look at Jimmy. Jimmy's all, what the hell's going on? He, he goes down to one knee, and he's all upset. They put up the fingers, because they are the ones. Sammy goes, it's not too late, Jimmy. It's not too late. You could be with us. Crowd is chanting, holy shit. And then... After the crowd erupted for the hug, Jay Uso super kicked Sami Zayn and dropped him. You really thought I was going to betray my family? Is what he's yelling at Sami. He thro- throws him into the ring. Solo returns. It's a three-on-one on Sami until Cody Rhodes made the save. Why Cody? Cody was talking with Kevin backstage. We didn't know what it was said, but he was there. Probably trying to convince Kevin to work with Sami. Who knows? But Cody, who's now battling the bull line, helps Sami Zayn 
out the end. This was top year storytelling. This was perfect in every sense. Where it's, is Jay in? Is Jay out? What's going on with Jay? There's been all the questions that have been sort of up in the atmosphere swirling ever since Chamber. What is going on with Jay? Right? And I will give all of the credit in the world to Jay Uso for his performance in this and his acting in this and him just walking out giving those big puppy dog eyes to everybody and looking all just kind of just perplexed as to what he's supposed to do. And just the sell of that was just amazing. And the moment between the two brothers where it's like, Jay's like, you're my brother. You're my brother. And it's, you're my twin. You're my other half. Good, bad, or indifferent, you're my other, you're the other part of me. Literally, because they came together. So, I love the moment with, with Sammy, the hug, because Sammy, Sammy sold it perfectly, because he was literally confused. He was like, what the fuck is going on right now? And he was happy about it, but he's like, I, I don't even know what to think about this, right? And they're like, Jay does the one symbol, and he's like, yeah, no, we're together, we're together. And Jimmy's just kind of on his knees in the ring, like, fuck, what do I do? Fuck, I lost him. Oh no, what do I do? And then you just start seeing Jay step back and he's backing up and he's backing up and you're like, oh, I see where this is going. You see it. You see it coming. (laughs) It's okay because when the kick hit and Sammy just drops like a pile of like bricks, you're like, okay, that was good. That was really good. And I like, I just like how they did this. Will there be fallout with Jay, or did he kiss and make up with everybody in the bloodline? We'll have to see. That's SmackDown, right? What happens when Jay tries to come back to Roman? Is there going to be punishment? Is there going to be, you know, penance to be paid for the fact that, well, Roman or Jay backed Sammy? Jimmy backed Sammy. Like, here, here's where we're getting into the really, really, really interesting storytelling of this is Sammy... Jimmy and Jay, man, they both back Sammy. How does Roman feel about that, right? It's, we, we getting into the nitty gritty of this now, and I really like it. As they say, good shit. It was really good shit. Cody coming out, saving Sammy when Kevin wouldn't. I, I enjoy that because basically what they're setting up is they're setting up the post WrestleMania, which is potentially seven, seven. Kevin, Sammy, and Cody going against the bloodline in some fashion. And that'll be good shit. Mm-hmm. All right. Other things that happened on the show. Omos beat Dolph Ziggler in less than a minute. MVP says Omos will tame the beast of WrestleMania. Cool. Eh. It's the undercard. Fine. Whatever. It works. Nikki Cross lost to uh, Piper Niven. Building up Piper Niven. We all like that. Sad Nikki Cross lost, but go Piper Niven. Yeah, well, someone has to lose something once in a while. The Maximum Male Models have their eye on uh, Otis. Well, standing in the way of getting Otis is Chad Gable. Baron Corbin thought the Maximum Male Models were talking about that him. They really weren't. But Baron Corbin, well, if you beat Chad Gable and take him out of our hair, well, we'll, we'll maybe we'll consider repping you. Well, he lost to Chad Gable. Can we just talk about Mansoor bedazzling his chin? He's a model. It's what models do. Okay. I'm just- just saying it's what models do i guess i don't know it's stuff that happens it was a thing bianca belair took on carmella good match between the girls bianca got the win over carmella you had uh chelsea green at ringside because chelsea and carmella are becoming bfs and i love every second about it because they're great together uh there was a two-on-one on on bianca oscar made the save chelsea got missed 
in the face, thanks to Asuka, and we'll now face Asuka, or we'll face Bianca next week. The gr- Carmella and, and, and Chelsea are good together. Really good. I, I'm here for a Chelsea Green Carmella team. Am I it's sure? It's Adam Pierce's worst nightmare, but I'm here for it. Am I sure about what, Ash? Details. What am I sure about? The cut rate Zoolanders? Uh, good shit. Um, <laughs> there's, there's that. Alright, let's talk about The Miz who was the special guest moderator for a segment between Logan Paul. Okay, the badass thing of the beard. Okay, cool. That's what models do. It was a joke. Holy... Anyway. Everything... Do not take everything I say in face value. Some things are sarcasm. Anyway. I'm going to get a sign. This is sarcasm. Hold it up. There's no camera, so you can't see it, but I'm going to make a sign. This is sarcasm. Anyway, Logan Paul, Seth Rollins, confrontation. He, Seth Rollins looked like a human candy cane. It was a choice. Be, I don't know if it was a good choice, but it was a choice. It was, in fact, a ch- choice. You know what we should do at the end of this year? Yeah, okay. Need- yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it, yeah. You got it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Seth Rollins is out. Fans are just doing his song over and over and over again. He's massively o- over. Logan Paul. Is massively over in the other way. He cut the crowd off saying, hey, we have a time limit, so shut up. They still sung. Rollins freshly introduced himself to Logan Paul, and Logan Paul's like, I, I know who it is. You, you're a clown I dumped over, I dumped at WrestleMania, uh, the Royal Rumble. And then I stomped at the Elimination Chamber, and I've done more in one year than what you've done in 20, and I'm better at your job than you are. Miz is like, an exaggeration, but okay. Miz is like, uh, he's making some good points, and then there was an FU Logan chant. Um, Ronald said, you did make some good, good points, but that's not why we don't like you. We don't like you because you're the scum of the earth. You're a coward. You're a troll. You're a fraud. You're a human dumpster fire, and we don't want you in our house. He said, the time to talk for, was over, and it's time to fight here at Boston. He said, it's his job as moderator to make sure that the fight doesn't happen. Long Paul says, he wants to fight Seth Rollins. He's, he, you don't speak for me, man. If I want to fight him, I'll fight him, but... I just won't do it here. I'm, I don't fight for free. I'm a premium act. He said if the stage was bigger and the money was bigger and somewhere where more star power, he would consider it. Miz said as the host of WrestleMania, he could make Rollins versus Logan Paul happen. Rollins asked Miz could go backstage and make it happen, and he threw him out of the ring. This allowed Logan Paul to go on the attack. He missed the kick. He missed the stomp. He went, hit the kick, went, missed the stomp. Rollins battled back. Miz got it a kick as he got back in the ring but then logan paul knocked out seth rollins with that one lucky shot and he goes hey buddy when you wake up let me know about wrestlemania and one more thing bye bye bitch good stuff this was kind of the beginning of the sass honestly or not really the beginning of it but this was just a a sass and a long line of just sassy <laughs> segments like like i said at the top of the show you have to add a certain level of heat to some of these feuds, right? Because Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul, it will certainly be a good entertaining match. But, like, the real reason why they have a grievance together, it's kind of hard to put it together. It's like, oh, Logan threw Seth out at rest- at a Royal Rumble and ruined his chances. Like, yeah, that's enough for them to fight. But you have to continue to build, and you have to continue to, like add some heat to it. And so I really like how they did that here where you're continuing to build the frustration and the anger between Seth and Logan and just the, both of them are obnoxious assholes and it makes for the loveliest feud I've seen in a while. Adam Pierce would make it official. It is Logan Paul, Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. Speaking ding, of the, ding, ding, ding. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Speaking of the WrestleMania undercard, Bobby Lashley is 
tired of Bray Wyatt's kid games and we went to the SmackDown to face a man but man but then they sent out a man with a mask and well wants to know what it'll take for Wyatt to face him like a man we'll see where this goes you had the Wyatt logo flashing in the background a bunch of times I'm not sure how I feel about this I say let it play out I say let it play out, like, that's fine, but, again, I'm just not sure how I feel about this, because this is such an odd feud between the two, that it's hard to, it's really hard to get a hold of it right now, if that makes sense. Like, it's just like, okay, why are they really flirting with each other right now? Like, what is, what is the point, what is the purpose? Like, because, obviously, we haven't really seen much of Bryce since Chamber, um... Poor Uncle Howdy just keeps getting beat up, which I'm not sure I'm crazy about the fact that Uncle Howdy is less of a mysterious figure now, and he's more of, like, a henchman. Like, I really kind of like the idea that Uncle Howdy was just this sort of figure who was mysterious and, like, just haunted people. Like, he's a figment or a ghost or whatever. He's a specter. Um... So I'm not sure I'm crazy about Uncle Howdy actually, like, going after people and beating people up outside of Bray Wyatt, because it was kind of an entertaining notion that Bray Wyatt's, like, darker side of his conscience, like, had come out of him somehow and was, like, literally beating him up because he made a stupid decision. Um, I don't know why I find that entertaining, but I find it entertaining. Um, but here we are, right? So I just don't know how I feel about this view. Like, I'm trying to give it a chance, but at the same time, it's like, I just don't know, you know? Yeah, well, again, I wait, wait, I'm waiting for all the substance and story to play out before I judge. I'm waiting for it to play out too, but it's just, it's like, eh, we'll, we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what they do with it because obviously they have a month to, um, we still have get four, it there. We still have four weeks to get there. We're good. Yeah. Finn Balor took on Johnny Gargano. Johnny would get the win because Edge made his return to Monday Night Raw as a distraction, pushing Finn off the top rope, allowing Gargano to hit the final beat for the one, two, three. So we had um, Dexter out there. He, he had a stare down with, with Rhea at one point. Um, so that was interesting. And when the music hit, Priest and Rhea went up to the ramp and like, oh, where is he? Where is he? And allowed Edge to come through the crowd and knock. Uh, Finn off the thing, off the top rope. He was interviewed later going, so what, what do you do? What you do? You call, Finn cost me, I cost him, and next week we'll get in the ring and we'll, we'll figure it all out for WrestleMania, probably. Good little thing. It was a good little thing. Yeah. It was, it's like, okay, all right, we're, we're kind of flirting here. We'll see where it goes. We are flirting there for sure. That is what they, I guess they are doing. So Becky Lynch. Lita came to the ring. They said they made history. Lita said Dakota and Io didn't make it easy, but they made it worth it. You deserve it. And then they had to thank their very special equalizer, which brought out Trish Stratus. Trish came out and said she would always have Lita's back, and that teaming with the man and winning some gold, gold she said she wanted to miss the world to see that happen. And then she was about to talk about Bailey. Bailey came out, called Trish selfish, said Trish said she warned but she, Trish said that she warned Bailey a few months ago, I can go from I am retired to I was retired. And she can't think of a better place to shut Bailey's mouth than at WrestleMania. I should mention that Bailey talked up how the reason the three of them are together is because of people like Lita and Trish. You know, they idolize them, but they'll make sure that they're done for. Come, you know, that they'll never come back. Bailey accepted the match, and Eo and, and Dakota were like, wait, what? And then they turn around and try to get some cheap shots in, but the. Three women known as Bailey, or Becky, Lita, and Trish stood tall, 
as Bailey got pummeled by all three women. Once again, good shit. That is some good shit. And audio is not cutting out. I'm watching it go. Check your headphones. Um... But anyway, like, again, this is another thing. They have to add a little fire to this. They gotta throw some spice on it, because this is your Legends match. Obviously, you know, you're gonna have your women's your women's trios doing the thing. So, Lita and Trish, they're very removed from the storylines. You're injecting them in. Obviously, Damage Control is the perfect opponent for them, um, with Becky kind of leading the charge for Trish and Lita. So yeah, this is all, this is all really, really, really good and really, really solid. They just have to sort of like now add that spark to it to really heat it up. So we get there in a month and, you know, everybody wants to see it because obviously we do want to see it, but some people might be concerned. I don't know. As we get into the final thing here on the Raw Potion, we would like to remind you that Seabrew Not So Live, live will be live following this talking AW Revolution. So kick back, relax. We're going to be here a while. So John Cena Man has returned to WWE on Monday Night Raw for the first time in a few months here on Monday Night Raw. He was very emotional coming out. Very emotional. You could see it on his face. And his boy Stu had the day off. Because, you know, even the old men need to uh, get a break once in a while. Before mm-hmm. he, before uh, John Cena could actually talk to the crowd, Austin Theory came to the ring. He said he had seen inspired him when he was younger and thanked him for that. And he came bearing a gift, and that gift was a match between the two of them for the United States Championship at WrestleMania. And John Cena's response was like, no, took a second to think about it, thought it over, and no, he wasn't interested in Theory's gift because he hasn't earned the right to give the gift. Cena says he's been watching Austin Theory, he's been listening to him, and he just doesn't care. And on behalf of the crowd, he said, we don't care about you. Cena said, it's because they don't believe in theory. We don't believe theory because theory doesn't believe in theory himself. He wasn't talking from a high place. He pointed at the fans that Austin Theory is a John Cena wannabe. Because, you know, he has the fancy, you know, the color stuff and everything like that. Cena said he was the theory's ghost of Christmas future. Cena said theory is the ruthless aggr- in the ruthless aggression phase where got Cena almost fired and said it was a great opportunity, but he just didn't believe in himself. Cena said theory has been given opportunities, but he has no heart. He has no soul. And the fans were there out of respect because he and the fans have been yelling back and forth for 20 years and having a good time. Cena said the fans were there because they believe. They don't believe, just they just don't believe in you. Cena said Theory was a pair of trunks away from being a jabroni. Now, he, he, he brought them all down, but it's now time to give a feedback sandwich. Now it's time to say something good. He said Theory has the best name in WWE history. Cena talked about Steve Austin, The Rock, and The Undertaker. But there was no name better than Theory, because that's exactly what Theory is. Because in theory, theory should be great because he's exactly what WWE executives look for. In theory, everyone should be here to see you, but no one cares. Cena said his gift to theory was that he could turn around and leave and we will let you walk out of here in one piece. Theory said he wasn't going anywhere, just like the bald spot on Cena's head wasn't going anywhere. Cena then showed off his bald spot and said he was proud to be on the senior circuit. Theory then pointed out Cena's shirt says never give up and then questioned if Cena was saying no and giving up. Theory said his hat said respect and that questioned whether his respect was for all of this. Theory said Cena had the golden ticket to face him at WrestleMania he was giving up. Theory said where was your hustle, your loyalty and respect? Theory asked the fans if they wanted to see him at WrestleMania. Fans were like yeah and then he told him to shut up because Cena said no. Theory said it's, the tr- it's true, you don't want to, to meet your, your heroes because when you do, they just disappoint. 
See, he said he would see the Denver Twitter. He said he'd rather be bald than have the f- fake crowd noise pumped in because nobody cares. Damn. Theory said, Cena said Theory was really dumb, son of a bitch. He said he didn't say no because he gave up. He said no because Theory isn't ready. Cena said if they have a match at WrestleMania, Theory loses, then Theory is done. Cena said if they win, if they have a match and Theory wins, Theory loses everything. Cena said that Theory may win the day, but then he has to go out on Monday Night Raw and be eaten alive by the most ruthless crowd in WWE, the WrestleMania Raw crowd. Cena, th- Cena said Theory left him no choice but he, because he brought the fans into it. Now he had to ask the crowd a question. He thanked his family and friends for being there because it means a lot. But now it needs the fans' help. Do you want to see Theory versus Cena at WrestleMania? He said his hearing is going out. Did you really want to see it? Theory told to remember this moment because he just made the biggest mistake of his life. He confirmed that he would in fact face Austin Theory at WrestleMania. I wish you luck, dude, because you're going to need it. He said you don't have it here head you don't have it in the heart or the balls as he nudged him in the dick and you really don't have it there he said theory isn't ready for wrestlemania but boston deserved to see someone who is he introduced cody rhodes they hugged there's your passing of the torch not the theory but the cody as the new face of wwe john cena owned austin theory's ass through this whole entire thing it was beautiful it was it was a little sad, like, you feel bad because, like, Roman did the same thing to Cody. But, like, John Cena just took Austin out there and just owned him. Yeah. Absolutely owned him. And he made Austin look a little bit like a fool. But that's okay because now you have something that Austin can push back against. And he can rally against Cena because now, now he has something to prove. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, coming off the big win at Chamber where he retains his title. That's great. That's awesome. But now you have to beat LOL John Cena wins. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that, dude. At WrestleMania. This good was, luck with that. This was really, really good. It was, a, was, it was a night of really good stuff. Like, again, this was this was another feud where it was like, okay, they're going to do John Cena versus Austin Theory. All right. I, I'm down. I'm completely down. Um, but you have to add that heat to it. Here we go. This was This was it. This is all this needed. It John was. John Cena just go out there and own Austin Theory's soul. Mm-hmm. It really, really was. Overall, really good show. I enjoyed this. I thought this was a great follow-up. It's getting hot. The road to WrestleMania is getting hot. That's what you really, really like about this time of the year. Especially with good creative. Hey, good creative. And not creepy old men and their mustaches. Apparently. Uh, I haven't seen the mustache. I kind of, like, don't want to. No, uh, I know... <laughs> what? Like, I feel like once you see it, you can't unsee it, and that's a problem. This has been the Raw Post Show, presented as always by MBG Films, youtube.com slash MBG1211. Thursday night, we're back live, 10 p.m. Eastern for the rack. That's right, today we'll do news notes, maybe NXT? Possibly NXT? I think NXT. I think it's NXT, that's what we're doing. We're still in the planning stages, but tune in Thursday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on WallTalkRadio.com. Saturday, 9.30, Fortnite with Friends, CB Radio, live, 11.30 p.m. Eastern. Sunday night, it's the WTR, Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern. We're back for a Raw Post Show, Monday night, 11 p.m. Eastern. In just a moment, it'll be CB Radio, not so live, live, reviewing AEW Revolution, so... If you're listening live, thanks. Continue listening. You're just going to hear some commercials and stuff as we transition. But if you're listening to this on the pod, check out that pod at cbrealive.com. It's 
It's at Wild Talk Radio on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Wild Talk Radio Network. If you have that Amazon Prime link to your Twitch account, it's called Prime Gaming. You support the channel by clicking the purple rectangular button below the screen. You can use credit card Rocket Sock or Linz M. Ward in the Fortnite item shop or the Epic Game Store when you buy your new battle passes starting Thursday. Why? Because we are hashtag Epic Partners. You can follow me on most of the social medias at Lensward, L-E-N-S-W-R-D. You can check out my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Lensward, where I stream Genshin Impact. Tune in, we're having a lot of fun doing Windbloom right now. Doing it tomorrow, so you don't want to miss it. It's usually 6pm on the on the weekdays, and whenever I feel like it on the weekend. So just follow me on Twitter, or follow the channel to get notified of when we're going live. You can also follow me on YouTube, youtube.com slash at Just look for Lensward on YouTube, or lensward.rapradioshow.com. Ding! This has been the Raw Post Show. Live right here on Wild Talk Radio Network. Zero Not So Live Live is next. But we'll see you Thursday for the rack. And right back here every Monday night on the airwaves on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Thursday nights. It is the experience known as the rack. Can we love to say boobs? Let me check. I don't know. In the truck, can we say boobs?